Well, good morning and welcome to the Church Office Podcast. My name is Gavin Smith and it's a joy to welcome you today to this church administration, church management podcast. We love talking about the work of ministry behind the scenes. And today we've got loads of special guests. We're doing a, a slightly different podcast. We've got five different guests today who are all talking about our previous podcast with Terry Virgo. We loved sitting down with Terry Virgo and gaining a pastor's perspective on complementary gifts, on his working relationship with Nigel and how the two of them work together in New Frontiers. Loads and loads of really, really good and helpful stuff. So we thought it'd be great to hear from five of our listeners what did you get out of the session with Terry Virgo? What did you enjoy? What were you inspired to do differently in your work? So we've got five guests. Our first guest is Tim Wyatt, the best accountant, charity accountant in the UK. Um, let me tell you, he's a great guy who loves the gospel and is part of a church up in Leeds. So let's listen to Tim as he shares his feedback. Welcome, Tim Wyatt. Mate, how are you doing? Oh, it's good to be back on. I always enjoy. It's great to it's great to chat to you. I mean, yeah, we're doing 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 well, and uh, um, enjoyed listening to uh, your fantastic interview with uh, Mr. Terry Virgo. Uh, it looked like it. A, it looked like you had a great great road trip yeah. down to Brighton. If I'm honest, I really I really enjoyed your your pre podcast of you're in the car <laughs> yeah. in the car reflections. Uh, thought we've got a, getting a live taste of what in you know the church office feels like when it's on yeah. the road um it, it was fun. it was great so yeah it was, it was a real privilege to go and sit in his house meet his wife we had lunch all together and yeah. then we were just chatting loads and then we yeah put him in front of the camera and said you know talk to us about complimentary gifts and nigel and working with it mate it's just it's gold isn't it yeah it's fantastic and you know to have that opportunity to hear all of that all those reflections on what has been you know uh, a phenomenal you know whether you use the word career yeah. career is probably wrong but you know uh legacy and journey of where what new frontiers has, has has grown from to become is um it's fascinating and to hear how the administration of that is all interwoven so importantly with with the vision and the passion and the prayer of where god was leading him yeah. and this movement so yeah really fascinating and i've got a number i've come away with a number of reflections um right. well, that have taken away even man. even even tim the accountant has got some reflections <laughs> <laughs> my favorite yorkshire accountant he's an absolute legend so yeah what stuck out to you then my friend what what did you come away with and gone oh, i love that yeah, I mean, one of the big themes I really enjoyed was hearing him talk in a just that a great, honest way about about team, yeah. um, and how he articulated that. Uh, and it was great also to hear hear his his uh, you know his dynamic uh, friendship and working relationship with with Nigel and just hear how how uh, just some great examples of how vision and passion and prayer of somebody of of his nature of those you know that classic you know pastor whom probably many of the people in the podcast you know relate to in their day to day job meets the administration and someone in Nigel who's just got such a passion to I I see and hear your vision let's yeah. let's 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 work out the roadmap and all those things that need to take place to work out so so team was a, just a great theme that came through for me and one of the things I was reflecting on was a few of the themes that he was talking around around creating a really good team culture yeah. um and how in my reflection oh, that that just some of the how you 
how you make that happen, how you how you yeah. lead that with vulnerability and how you get to that point. So yeah, th- that was one of the things that really struck me. You know, if you can get, create that culture in your team where um, in in real honesty and love, things can be yeah. said and there's that, there's that, there is that culture there. It just, uh, it has the ability to, to, to bless everybody there and the overall big picture that, that you're, you're working towards Um, so I I think yeah it was a really really interesting point that I have uh, pondered on of how you then how you then can can help that be the case of how you give such a free you know you give that freedom and I know one of the things he was sharing which I think um, I think is quite an interesting cultural moment as well he's reflecting on about um, investing in friendship in team and giving giving time Mm. to letting those um letting those friendships build and i know post you know post covid culture is in uh on you know in online world it's one of the things kind of the meetings i have with various of the people that's there still a lot of them are quite online even though we've yeah, got yeah. the option to meet in maybe got the option to meet in person it's just convenient and quick and and one of my reflections was oh there's maybe there's sometimes actually where it's good to be convenient and quick to have a quick you know quick meeting it's not taking everyone's time but is there a is there a balance to find in actually the the trying to invest in friendships? I know something we were saying just before the podcast started of wow, this term is busy. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. it is busy. And how do you get that balance of yeah. right? No, this is this is friendship investment meal time yeah. versus we've got X, Y, and Z to do for Christmas. <laughs> we know we've got a list and it's growing. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. And yeah. finance popped up, didn't it, when they were talking about church planting and one of the things Mm. i noticed as he was talking is there was this sense of like coming together but there was this sharing of resources so they didn't want a central hub that ran everything but this idea of a task force on the move Mm. different churches took different responsibility for different things and 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 you know i loved a little bit of insight about how they did their church planting side of things and nigel Mm. would interview and and how they would work the budgets out and that kind of two three year plan of funding yeah, it was really interesting to kind of just hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, it was fascinating to hear the kind of the ins and outs. It's something I'd not um, specifically heard about from the New Frontiers model, although I'm aware of how lots of other kind of spheres have have, have navigated their church planning. But that uh, it's a it's a it's a brilliant um, you know macro large structure yeah, yeah, that yeah. that makes sure everyone's got the support they need, but also the um you know that the ability to float i know is what he would the words he was using without the the pressure of if you don't you you're sinking on your own we're still we're still here um really interesting and um you know i can only imagine i know it's 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 fascinating to hear the, the high level talk about it but I'm sure from the work I do, the practicalities of making that happen will have been, um, you know, there's a huge amount of work that's gone into that. There's a huge amount of skill set that's that's gone into that. That's um, that that I can only imagine is a, a testament to to them and how they've how they've managed to to do that. But it's a great model. Sounds like yeah. A- and one of the, one of the takeaways with that was just this lovely reminder that actually church administrators and those working behind the scenes and and the work that you do all links in here because. Mm. There's a there's a huge role in church planting and taking the gospel out that the ministry behind the scenes enables to happen. Yeah. And I, I was just blessed by that, thinking actually church yeah. plants need a visionary leader. Yeah. Yes, they do. They need a church planting team. But unless they've got some admin and ops support, yeah. it doesn't always go forward. And there was this lovely kind of mm. sense of actually there's a real strength and a role for us to play 
in church planting that we that I hadn't even necessarily even realized, you know, yeah. um yeah. to to the full extent of when you're saying, right, well, Nigel did this and Nigel did that, and he sorted out this, and you're like, oh, actually. Nigel's done quite a lot here. Terry, what did you actually do here with this church plan? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And one of the reflections I had on that is, um, um, is you know the the challenge I had is thinking, you know, there's there are lots of there's lots of visions and lots of yeah. ideas and lots of um, um, creative thought process, which probably takes place a huge amount in our collective churches, and I'm sure there are a number of those which are. Uh, I'm sure a lot that are amazing, but how many of of them do get to the point of fruition? Yeah, um, because actually, the, of all those foundational blocks of administration, process, strategy, and all those things that they've got to come together to make it make yeah. it happen. And uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I think it's a, it's a brilliant encouragement that you've you you have a you know a, someone of of significant position in leadership who's who has a, a legacy about what they started really praising and and um and and honoring those yeah. people who actually have have really made, laid those foundations to make that happen and it's it's a great encouragement and i um i certainly came away encouraged at knowing that uh you know the the, the late night finance meetings with uh trustee boards and churches uh <laughs> um you know they're worth they're worth it they're there they're there for a reason and uh yeah. even though the you know the um they're not the the, the glamorous side of things absolutely they are they are pivotal in making and yeah. driving forward what um what the vision is and ultimately the gospel being being shared and um his light brought so yeah re- really encouraging i can't wait encouraged <laughs> mate love that brilliant tim it's great to chat to you bud thank you so much for your thoughts and reflections and um let's get you back on the podcast sometime soon we, we well, love you. always big fan of the pod we do a great job gav and uh yeah anytime anyone's happy to listen to my yorkshire yorkshire tones uh always happy to be back on good man all right we'll see you soon my friend bye-bye bye-bye Hello and welcome to the podcast. Our second guest is Anna Wood. Looking forward to hearing your reflections uh, from the last podcast with Terry Virgo. So, yeah, welcome. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me again. Um, oh, it's great good. to be here. How is Liverpool? Liverpool today is actually really bright and sunny. Yeah, it's uh, quite quite pleasant today. Cold, definitely October now. The uh, proper weather has started. But uh, no, Liverpool's going well um yeah good. we've already had a few debates on when the heating should go on in the church have you have you started that yet we had to start yesterday um so it's it's uh yeah it started and yeah and it's on um it's on and i'm just really looking forward to having the bill coming in it's just <laughs> oh terrifying such a de- terrifying. such a delight yeah yeah tell me what did you get out of that podcast well before i sort of start my proper reflection um one thing i should mention is given that you've mentioned that i'm up here in liverpool is i did enjoy the fact that he he was inspired by Liverpool football team. Oh, um, yes, and that is his true. planning <laughs> um, in terms of how to recruit leaders into the church. Um, as much as uh, I'm not a particularly passionate football fan, I think it would be wrong of me to not even mention that. Given that um, yeah. I'm I up here, made but... that connection 
when we yeah when we're logging on talking yeah you're in Liverpool he talks about it doesn't he having kind of you know yeah people through the academy but then also buying in people you know um and God spoke to him through Liverpool Football Club amazing I know I mean who would have thought but and you've put red on today (laughs) that wasn't planned but yes I do feel like I'm now really you know you've really um, represented it well (laughs) my boss will be proud (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah <laughs> Love so, yeah it. no it was a, it was a really helpful podcast I did really enjoy listening to it um and there were lots of bits in there that were just really helpful to listen to and to to mull over um but I was particularly struck by um some of what he said about the importance of character um and that also linking in in my head anyway with the importance of creating those strong relational connections between people that you're working with and making sure that those characters are godly, but also characters which are going to complement each other and work together well. Um, I was just, yeah, kind of reflecting on that, thinking, well, actually, yeah, if you've got two characters which may be both godly, but perhaps not so complementary in terms of how they function or how they think, or <clears throat> then that's, that's going to cause um, a bit of a difficult working relationship. So actually that character aspect from a biblical point of view is obviously critically important, but also just more broadly as well in terms of that working, functioning, effectiveness on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, um, yeah but that was really helpful to think over. Yeah, it's, it's useful, isn't it? Because we can we can only think that character, character applies to elders, you know, but when we look at yeah. qualifications for deacons and and, you know, many of the roles the church officer roles or the admin roles do fit into that kind of deacon role that you know character is absolutely essential um it is yeah and i think actually even if we're not trying to pursue somebody to fill an office of deacon or elder actually looking for those character traits in people is still a really helpful um process to go through because um they may not ever hold those offices but they can still represent aspects of those those character traits which are gifted by God and guided by God and used hopefully for God in that role then as a result. Yeah, um, I, I loved it. I thought I thought it was clever to to think about it because you know as as we think about it, I I can often go towards you know performance or ability or skill or something like that straight away, but but actually pausing and going, okay, where have we got character? Because we can learn skill and we can learn different types of, you know, gifting and, and different roles in the church. But yeah. actually the character thing, you, you, it takes time and maturity. And yeah, it's such an important aspect of it. So if you choose people of good character, they may not get the job done as well as you think or you need, <laughs> but actually the way they get it done will be the yeah. thing that just makes it distinctive. And I, I like that. Yeah, and I think that heart desire that as well as part of that is 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 integral to it. So it might not be necessarily as quick or as efficient as it could be if you perhaps had someone that was more experienced in that area. But like you say, you can train somebody up and you're more likely to be able to train somebody up who has got um, a character that is willing to serve and desiring to serve the, the church and serve the Lord through that because... Um, that's going to motivate them to actually pick up those skills, to listen and to be teachable. You know, that's part of that character you're trying to look for, isn't it? So, um, yeah, they may not start off being the most 
proficient in everything that we need mm. but the hope would and the prayer would be that actually that's going to come over time in a way which is so so in, encapsulated in in god's um teachings and in, in god's character reflected in us so yeah hopefully that would be a real positive in the longer term yeah i love that and, and there was just some lovely dynamics wasn't there that you kept talking about in terms of a relational focus rather than yeah. than anything else you know just spending time together <clears throat> not just over the agenda but but over caring for one another relating to one another eating together praying together it yeah. was inspiring I, mean, I, I love having a good meal and <laughs> um, so that that bit did strike me but it's it is important you know being able to say spend time with one another and just chatting and just checking in on how things are going and not necessarily being best friends I mean you might end up being best friends with people you're working with and that's wonderful but it's not necessarily about reaching that level of friendship but it is about having that relational dynamic which is more than just um work-based you know get the job done go home you know if we can care for one another and learn about one another in a way which is a deeper um, relationship than just perhaps a standard work relationship would be then that hopefully will bring benefits to both parties at some point in the future when you know when things are joyful but also when things perhaps are a bit trickier um so yeah hopefully it makes just for a generally more positive um effective working relationship as well just day to day yeah it's it's just it's lovely isn't it in the interview to like how terry just honors nigel and some of the other staff that he's working with you know to have someone that's such a you know who's been around for such a long time and like you say has done an amazing job has has valued the diversity of gifting and has always sought to kind of recruit them and and bring them onto the team or yeah. bring them into roles um yeah it was it was kind of lovely that he recognizes it and sees it and the importance yeah. of it yeah i was really struck actually in in that by how humble he came across mm. in the sense that he it it was evident that he hadn't wanted and hadn't been motivated by making it all about his success in the role that he was fulfilling and the work that he was doing you know he wanted to bring other people he wanted to spot other people and their giftings and their character and bring them to to undertake the lord's work um and to to give them that space and give them that opportunity which is is wonderful really um because otherwise they may not have done you know if, if someone doesn't spot that and you doesn't kind of identify that potential then it you know it'd be a shame to waste that opportunity yeah yeah love that well Anna thanks for sharing a couple of reflections I love it yeah short and sharp yeah looking forward to hearing from the others and thanks for your time yeah me too we'll see you again soon on the podcast thank you very much thank you for having me oh it's great speak to you soon take care will do bye well hello and welcome to the church office podcast my third guest today which i'm really excited about is bridget jones from kings lynn how are you doing welcome to the podcast yeah hello gavin yeah it's lovely to be on here yeah real privilege to to share in this podcast today with you guys yeah oh it's lovely and um what bridget has been such an encourager of the church office and yeah sending in messages or emails just you know thanking us and encouraging us and it's lovely to get you on and you've been a church administrator for 20 
odd years I guess yeah yeah it's about 20 years um yeah uh, like I say my daughter was uh is 23 now and I've been working for the church for all that that time so so yeah I've um yeah got to a, a few years experience of, of working in in church administration so in yeah unusual world of church administration <laughs> it certainly is yes that's right yeah I say to people it's very different to a secular job because yeah. it's it's your work, it's your life, it's your everything kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. it absolutely is that. Um, yeah, I've asked Bridget to kind of just share a little bit about um, what she got out of uh, the uh, podcast with Terry Virgo. And uh, we've had a number of people just sharing their views. So I absolutely wanted to get her on the podcast today. So, uh, well, firstly, thanks for listening to Terry's podcast. Oh, it's a tell, us, tell us a little bit about it, how you connected to the church office and, and you know, tell yeah. us a bit about this podcast. Yeah, well, I came a church. I came across the church office website um, really when we were looking to um, instigate church suite, and so I came via it that way by the podcast that you did with the church suite guys, which was excellent. And um, so I've been an avid listener and to the podcast ever since then, really. And and you cover a, a whole host of really helpful things if you're working in the world of church admin. Um, but I was particularly excited when um, you had your road trip down to Brighton. Yeah. You were going to interview Terry Virgo, um, mainly really because, uh, you know, I think um, Terry and his team you know, really stood the test of time ministry wise. Yeah. And, and so I was really looking forward for him to share his wisdom. And uh, and when you look at what Terry and his team have built, um, you know, I thought this is going to be well worth listening and learning from from somebody who's further down the road than than we are. Yeah. And uh, and when you see what he's done, uh, you know, I, I thought, you know, this is going to be really good. Really looking forward to hear mm. what, what Terry Virgo's got to say to us. Yeah. yeah, he's a remarkable man, isn't he? And, and built Absolutely. a fantastic ministry, but immediately yeah. comes across really humble, doesn't he? In the conversation, exactly. Yes, that's yeah. right. And I think. Yeah, that that his humility actually mm. um, comes across in so many different ways, and actually works. You know, seems to work down his team as well. So, mm. um, yeah. So, so tell I, us, yeah. tell us some of the standout points, then, that you know what you really enjoyed. What's yeah? Out? Well, what I really enjoyed was well, to be honest, I, I, I've listened to um, the podcast that you guys did with Nigel Ring, which yeah. was of course was was Terry Virgo's administrator. And, uh, and 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 they were really helpful as well. And what I what I loved about that was that Nigel had said um, he said Terry has the vision and we make it happen. Yeah. And that really stuck with me. And actually, that came out again when you spoke with with, with Terry Virgo because, you know, his you know he was very keen to not separate his admin staff from his ministry staff. And you know mm -hmm. he was talking about. Um, them being involved in the prayer meetings and being involved in the yeah. planning meetings and you know and uh, and so it wasn't like that the admin staff were somewhere separate just you know yeah. doing admin work but actually they were involved in sharing in the vision and yeah. I thought that was really important because you know sometimes an admin staff we can feel like you know we're actually yeah. we're just doing the boring stuff that you know and 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 the spiritual side of church is the exciting bit but actually what I think Terry Virgo and Nigel Ring have managed to do is actually marry those two things together, Absolutely. which I think has been a real strength. And that came through on what Terry was saying. Yeah, yeah, that was lovely. There was a real kind of um, honouring, wasn't there, from Terry Absolutely. for that gift. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. 
that which was is lovely. which is lovely actually to see you know mm. um that uh that, you know um one of the things that terry said later in the podcast was um that it it's not all about his ideas you know yeah. he said it's not like it's only valid if i said it yeah and, and i think that is extremely important because um you know it must make his team feel really part of what's going on mm. and uh, yeah that that really struck me when he said you know it's it's not only my ideas but it's everybody you know have a has a voice around the table yeah. you know which is is really great yeah he he did did do that really well didn't he and i think he said in there the podcast didn't he that um you know it wasn't like we came out of a meeting and then gave nigel a big list of things to say right off you yes. go go and do this that's right yeah he, that's he right. was in the meeting and he, he captured the heart of what they yeah. were doing and, yeah and exactly. I, I i love that and i think where administrators are involved in that process yeah it does seem yeah. to be real fruit and connection that happens it does and um, i and i think actually it brings a real strength to church you know when yeah. you can team effort um you know I know Terry talked about building team that was another thing he said and uh I thought it was interesting actually when he said uh you know team is actually never mentioned in the bible yeah <laughs> it made me smile because um you yeah. know Terry Virgo is a man of of the word of God yeah um which you know really comes out in everything yeah. he says as well which is paramount importance and you know yeah. really important um, but he equally said, but he says, I've really enjoyed leading teams. Yeah. And uh, and and I loved how he said, he says, everybody has an opportunity to share in the room. Yeah. If they don't share in the room, he says, it gets talked about in the corridor. Yeah. And yeah. that is so true. And yeah. and I think if we're honest, we've all we've all been in those those meetings where maybe something hasn't been able to be shared in the room. Um, and so it's been shared in the corridor <laughs> yeah. yeah and how damaging that can be can't it yeah we've we've yeah. all experienced things like that yeah yeah that's right yeah there's huge yeah. wisdom there isn't there yeah oh yes 100 percent. yeah that's right yeah and uh and and i think all of those like very practical things that terry brought out were just really mm. helpful to hear mm. and because you can go along in life and almost forget some of those you know very basic things but really important things that you know that uh you know to be listened to is actually quite a big thing isn't it yeah yeah um and and and, and you know like I say I love that that you know he was open to other people's ideas you know because sometimes I think even as the church leader you can feel like you've got to bring everything yeah but actually there's a strength in you know each person bringing their own gifting um mm you know and, and bring in what they have to offer so yeah yeah it was good he did seem to allow people space didn't he to to bring yes. their gifting and i and, and i think that was a really good sense of really good leadership somehow um that's right yeah absolutely. just saying you know yeah. you're the evangelist bring some you know bring some thought yeah. into this you're the administrator that's right. yeah um, yeah yeah and i loved actually how he said that um you know his his, his guy that had a particularly evangelistic gifting yeah said we'd be in meetings and but the evangelists would say what about the lost you know and and I think that's true because yeah. you know we all have our own yeah. ministry gifts that are paramount importance in our own minds but actually when the whole thing comes together you know you get the whole package which is yeah. you know 
got to be a strength, hasn't it? Really, it is. Yeah, yeah I, I love. I really, I really enjoyed that as well. Yeah, just yeah. Like, what about the lost and <laughs> and yeah, how if if it was just left to me to administrate, the church would look quite different. But actually, when we've got different oh, yes. gifts involved, it does get messy and 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 there are different priorities. And and actually, yeah. this is really good. And um, but yeah, there was a real quality about the leadership of Terry. There, the, well, there is. Yeah, there I, is. I, thoroughly enjoyed listening to yeah. that and I think that. yeah and I and I think really you can see it you know um when, when you look at the New Frontiers model of churches I think you can see you know that he's built something that's really strong yeah. and um, you know and, and good actually it's interesting that we're talking about gifting because one of the things he said which I thought was really important was when he said character is more important than gifting mm. and I think that's really valuable because I think you can have the most gifted people in any area of church life, whether it's admin, children's ministry or worship or whatever it is, you can have the most gifted person in the world. But actually, Mm. if if there's a deficiency in their character, that will play out in whatever they do. Yeah, yeah. And... um, you know, it's it's easy to to think, oh, yes, the person's very gifted. Let's use them, you know. But actually, if their character isn't quite there, you know, that is going to be something that's going to yeah. come to the fore. You yeah, know? he um, did say that, didn't he? He said, yeah, giftedness makes things happen. But without yeah. character, mm. you know, it's going to go wrong. And, yeah. uh, and it that's can go right. wrong badly, can't it, as well yes, with these things? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting because I chatted to um, Anna Wood, who's an administrator in Liverpool, and she brought out the same thing. Right, yeah. Character really impacts their saying. Oh, it does. When I'm looking to recruit people, you know, actually stopping for a minute and thinking, yeah, we can teach people skills and and process, but actually character, you can't do that. No, that's right, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I and I just think that uh, I, I was really impressed with the way he talked about relationship. You know, mm. he was saying, you know, you know, when we got our elders together, we have a meal together, we become friends. Yeah. Um, but you know, and it's and it's relationship before business. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and you know, I think that's another really important thing that um, you know, actually, in church life, it's much more about relationship than it is business. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That was that was great. That's yeah. great, and it's such a helpful reminder, isn't it? Because I, I was in a, an elders meeting the other night, and mm. there was this there was this eagerness to get to the agenda because we've got a church meeting coming, and I'm thinking, <laughs> right, we need to talk about these things and pin this down. Yeah. But, but actually, just I could hear Terry reminding me, saying, actually, no, this is about relationship and I was thinking okay yeah let me put the brakes on this a little bit and go that's right yeah okay, well, I let's, let's how's everyone doing and let's let's pray together yeah, um, yeah. and let's pray for it's what's so happening. true because I think when you know we're obviously we're, we're both involved in church admin and sometimes it can be so yeah. tempting to just get you know no we need to have this conversation yeah. this needs to happen we need to get going but actually, yeah, you're right. You do need to put the brakes on and think actually what's important. Yeah. What's the most important? Yeah. So yeah. so so much. Yeah. Well, you've yeah, you've picked out some brilliant, brilliant points. And and yeah. thank you for taking the time to share them on the podcast. That's, that's it's, a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. We'll we'll yeah. definitely get you back on again. This is yeah, not just not great. just your debut. It, yeah. <laughs> you've got such great wisdom and, and there's just a lovely grace about you, Bridget. Yeah. I'm sure your church benefits hugely from you being well, a so 
we trust it does <laughs> yeah yeah well it's lovely to see you and uh, yeah. Yeah, we look forward to uh, interviewing our, our next guest as we uh, talk yeah. about Terry Pergo's podcast yeah that's great thank you cool. very much Gavin for the opportunity really appreciate it all right well my next special guest is Jonathan Thomas the legend Jonathan Thomas a great great pastor's perspective now on this uh, podcast mate we've enjoyed listening to administrators but uh it's great to have a pastor's view. So, yeah, mate, tell us, fill us in on, um, yeah, what you enjoyed about the uh, the interview with Terry Virgo. I really, I really enjoyed it. You know, I've kind of read quite a few Terry Virgo books, listened to his sermons over the years, and unlike many others, I think his sermons on Romans um, yeah. that he did, you know, were life-changing. Um, so it was wonderful to hear him, um, particularly as an older guy, kind of reflecting yeah. back. So... Uh, there's a point in the podcast where he paused and he kind of went, hold on, let me think now. I don't want to just talk theoretically. I want to yeah, tell you yeah. what actually happened. And I love that kind of, yeah. he wanted to to share the truth and it came from years of experience and wisdom. So yeah, I really enjoyed the tone of it. You know, yeah. um, it was so warm and, and helpful. He was so easy, wasn't he, to listen to? And um, yeah, you're right. Just, you know, what him and Nigel together have done and i know that team is wider than just the two of them but this this kind of honoring and appreciation of the different gifts you know that kind of very visionary big ideas big picture that terry has to the detail and the administration that nigel had it's um it's fascinating isn't it to, to see such a big movement new frontiers behind the scenes kind of peel it back and go yeah that's interesting to the things that they value and they love yeah, and I think what I loved about that relationship between them is um, I think sometimes there's a perception that you've kind of got the visionary leaders and then the yeah. backroom guys are kind of like slowing the visionary leaders down. Yeah. Um, and so that story he tells about when, you know, he comes into the office one day and there's a brochure for the 5,000-seater auditorium. And he's like, <laughs> why is that here? And he's like, well, you prayed about it. So let's, yeah. you know, let's have a look at it. And I thought... That is like superb, you know, yeah. church administration kind of administry is not holding back, but it's like helping the vision go forward. And um, so I love that kind of partnership and how it worked. Yeah, that yeah, that was sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, I, I just love the fact that, um, you know, he's he's in the room with the team and he's praying. He's not just giving a list of things, go away and do this. But but he, he somehow Nigel somehow captured the heartbeat of it. And you could see. That, that Terry, yeah, there was just this trust and this confidence to go, yeah, he, he's got this part sorted and I don't need to think about it, which which must be nice for a pastor to have that that kind of relationship. Yeah, and it was interesting, I think, listening to it and reflecting, you know, where, where New was a church, we, you know, in the sense of um, you came in and you kind of advised us and helped us and we ended up employing um, a church administrator, which has been yeah, and, uh... oh, and such a game changer for me yeah. and the church. It's been, it's been wonderful. But actually listening to the podcast made me think, okay, actually, we sit down and discuss things. But actually, should our church administrator be in in more meetings to get a sense of what's being discussed yeah, and yeah. to catch that vision? And yeah, and so that's really challenged me. And I, yeah, I need to think that through. Really, I think there's there's a lot there to unpack. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and and there's um so you know you just picked up this lovely culture of teams, didn't you? And and the senior leader of Terry being able to give room to like the complimentary gifts and. I, when he talks about the evangelist guy, oh, yeah. <laughs> what about the last, you know? Um, <laughs> I, I loved it. I just think, yeah, you, you've got to be a particular kind of leader to 
to allow that kind of diversity to happen mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah. yeah is that I think- a challenge do you think for some pastors you know, not for me because I'm not a <laughs> micromanaging megalomaniac. Uh, <laughs> although I think if you talk to my elders in the church, they might have a different view. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that is the temptation, particularly for you know, I'm a small church pastor, um, and in a kind of smaller church, the danger is you kind of become Papa Church, um, yeah. and so as a kind of the pastor, you, you want to be involved in everything. And the problem is then you end up dominating everything. And yeah. I guess the church can grow wonkily around your weaknesses yeah. um, or sometimes accentuate your weaknesses. Um, so what I loved about this was you just get a team and being willing. I mean, the way he talks about handing things over to people mm-hmm. and you know them taking on um, that, um, I think that's the, the big challenge that kind of I've been kind of on a journey on over the last maybe 10 or 15 years is finding the people and and not delegating in a sense of, I just can't be bothered to do this. I need someone to do it. Mm. Um, But empowering. So finding someone God has gifted um, and who love these things and actually empowering them to do it within the team, you know, within the kind of um, leadership of the church so that actually they flourish and the church flourishes. Um, So I loved the way that that came out. And I guess you can see, you know, I remember the kind of, you know, the Bible weeks. I never went, but I heard about Stonely and these things. And they were huge. Yeah, 30,000 at some point, yeah. I mean, they must have been massive um, kind of uh, organisational teams yeah. going on interestingly in in one of your other well one of the other christchurch podcasts when as a church you interviewed joel his son oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, and yeah, he goes yeah. on about kind of new day in the youth conference it's interesting that the part of that story i think was basically you had all these people who'd been able to do stonely mm. and then they stopped it and they were like well we love doing this and <laughs> kind of joel gets them together and they're like well let's do new day yeah and i love the idea that in the church you know it's one Corinthians, isn't it? You know, yeah. um, where Paul says, you know, the Holy Spirit gives gifts as he determines yeah. for the common good. Yeah. And you think within the church, there are these people who God has gifted. And actually, if you get the right people on the right seats in the bus, yeah, you know, it's, it's yeah, the journey is so, so much better. Yeah, so much smoother. Yeah, that's right. And I, I guess for pastors, it, do you find it difficult to identify people with those gifts in the church and sort of recruit them in and, is that something you've found a challenge over the years? Yeah, sometimes it, it can be. You, you, I think particularly in kind of, I, and this is probably true in larger churches, but in, in smaller churches, everybody tends to volunteer. So everybody's involved. So sometimes you, you have a need and you're looking at the kind of members list and you're going, well, they do this, this and that, and they do this, this yeah, and that. And, yeah. and they and you kind of feel guilty about asking them to do, to do something else. Oh, um, yeah. But what I've kind of seen over the last uh, five years in in three key appointments that we needed to make as a church, um, so church administrator, um, families worker, someone to help us with outreach, like we advertised far and wide looking yeah. outside because that was the only way we could think of doing it. Yeah. And all three appointments have been church members. <laughs> Is that right? So it's like <laughs> they were there all along. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so... Yeah, so that's fascinating, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's been and would they have been people that you would have gone, 
you might be embarrassed to ask or to to choose yeah. or you weren't sure if they'd give up their work to go and do this in the church yeah I, and that's been the thing i think is often you just think man these people are brilliant but they're so busy yeah um or they're just not in the right stage of life um or the right season of life and actually when when the kind of call has gone out they they've answered and they've answered sacrificially yeah. and it's been yeah it's been really humbling to see that and really yeah. encouraging yeah it's good so it sounds like you're developing a sort of part-time staff and you've got a team now so any takeaways from like how am i going to lead this team differently from from what you've heard on the podcast yeah i think the, the takeaway for me is because we you know so we're, we've got a part-time team so everybody is part-time and, and it's quite funny you look down sometimes at our hours and none of us work the same hours <laughs> so you, you know you, you can't get the team together um, yeah, yeah. because you know hours are limited um and i think i wonder you know before listening to the podcast and reflecting i wonder whether i was maybe a little bit too happy with that just going well that's the way it is Mm-hmm. But actually, I think realizing now, no, no, actually, we need to fight to to get yeah, that yeah. time to come together, to pray together, yeah, so that everybody gets the bigger picture, yeah, um, and that we're all on that together. So, um, yeah, that definitely came out to me, mate. Love that, mate. Thank you so much for taking the time on a on a Monday to chat to us, mate. I know you're busy, and hey, uh, no, yeah, no, but mate, thanks we so love much having you on the podcast. Hey, always good. It's great, lovely. Thanks, buddy. Hey, God bless. Well, hello and welcome to the Church Office podcast. I've got my favourite Penny Clark on the podcast, number five, telling us about what she loved about the Terry Virgo interview. Penny, welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. It's great to be with you. Uh, These are definitely not my books on the bookshelf behind. I'm in one of the pastor's offices, so clearly he's far more well-read than I am. Mine are all about money management and stewardship. (laughs) These seem to be uh, about books of the Bible. Yeah, man. So you, you snuck in his office where it's warm, I hear. I have. It's warmer than mine. Yeah. I've not had the heating on. He has. <laughs> Good stewardship, that. Every church is having this debate. I mean, I was saying to somebody else, when do you put the heating on? When do you not? And particularly with prices so high. It's um, it's a careful decision here. Yes. Well, if you're going to use your room all day, you can have your heating on. If you're going in and out, put a cardigan on. <laughs> we actually we actually are keeping marks and spencer's thermal underwear department in business i think by thermal underwear i just mean t-shirts no more information (laughs) so penny fill me in what did you love about this little interview what stuck out so i've heard interviews with nigel ring before but i've never heard you interview with um terry virgo what a gorgeous gorgeous man uh, I really, yeah. really loved his humility, just the way he would speak about other people, speak about his team, speak about his administrator, and just know that it's God's work that is being done here. And the way that he speaks so graciously towards the other people around him who have the skills that he doesn't have, mm. um, just that that whole you know body of Christ idea that yeah, we all have yeah, a yeah. part to play uh, and no one's better than the rest. I just love listening to him talking like that, particularly when he was talking about how Nigel would sit in a, um, asked to sit in a prayer meeting so Mm. that he could just hear the heart of what um, Terry was talking to God about and then think, right, okay, heard what the vision is. How can I serve Mm. to enable that to happen? And I use the expression, um, he was the person who made it happen. Mm. Um, And I know it wasn't an interview just to sort of big up uh, an administrator but it was great to hear that dynamic and and yeah. listen to the dynamic yeah. between the two of them you know 
one has the vision, the other makes it happen. Um, but neither was better. Yeah. Yeah, that was lovely, wasn't it? It was a lovely respect between the two of them. And we'd obviously heard Nigel before on the podcast talking about his relationship with Terry. And you, and it was lovely that so much of that married up. And like, yeah, the uh, the example about hearing Terry pray about the Brighton Centre and yeah. then him going and starting to do the work on it was just like, oh, that is really cool. Um, and there was this lovely relationship between them, wasn't there? Terry was able to gather people around him really well. Yeah, I also love that he commented on um, the different viewpoint or the different perspective that mm. perhaps Nigel would have, that he acknowledged that wasn't his viewpoint, but that other viewpoint gave an indicator or gave some some more practical ideas. One of the things we have in our team um, is bring an ops person into the meeting. You know, when you're having a planning meeting about a church event or some mission outreach or something, bring an ops person in because they will see things from a different perspective and add so much. Well, add so much, but also stop the grief of, well, you can't do that because the risk assessment says no. You know, it's that thinking in a different constructive way of still helping to make the vision happen, but actually saving all the thinking time for all the grief of um, pursuing a pathway that then doesn't happen. So that was clearly a, a great dynamic between the two yeah. of them it, it's good isn't it if if ministers or, or lead pastors see administration as a kind of necessary evil then they've got the perspective totally wrong and and to to see it as wanting to get behind a vision to build a vision to support a vision um terry got that didn't he and he got that and was able to kind of release you know not just the tasks but the kind of um responsibility and authority to Nigel so Nigel was making decisions that were really decisions that mattered and mm. and you see Terry being okay with that and yeah it was it was good to see that and I think your point in here if you're if you're a pastor listening to this um getting somebody in operations in a meeting not just to hear you pray but but to give a perspective on how you might plan something going forward um, could really serve you in a huge, huge way. And uh, we, we've certainly seen that in our experience, Penny, haven't we, with churches yeah. working well, with these two roles working together well in churches. We, we, it does make a huge difference, and we'd be huge advocates for that in the in the role, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I remember hearing um, or sitting in a workshop, oh gosh, seven, eight years ago, um, where Jules Morgan, you know Jules, um, was talking with her pastor, they came and did did a, a bit of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the day a podcast, a bit of a you know a, a talk uh, to the audience, and they were talking about how the relationship worked and how it was so important to have that mutual respect, different mm-hmm. roles, different mm-hmm. responsibilities, mm-hmm. different vision, different way of working, but to to work together, you know, and and build that mutual relationship and respect yeah. for each other is so important. Um, yeah. Co-workers, yeah, I I love that, yeah. And um, yeah, there was some great and, you know, what what has been a very successful ministry, isn't it, with, you know, over seven, eight hundred churches across the world um, that they've supported, planted churches, trained people um, done work in very complicated and difficult countries. It is remarkable. And, and yeah, to see the team of gifts uh, which he was able to draw in to, to build that was, yeah, there's a there's a yeah, it's quite spectacular, really. But yeah, at the same time, he's. He's such a humble man. And knowing that God's opened doors, he says, God opened this door. Yeah, absolutely. And I I just loved it when he was talking about um, when they were doing church planting, you just alluded to it there when you you made that last comment 
um, about how he'd have the vision for where I want the church planted and and mm. not where I want it planted, but where I believe the church should be planted. And then almost like Nigel would come up behind, do the budgeting, do the structure, work out how it was going to happen. And it was just that that brilliant working relationship of we each do our own bit, but it yeah. works. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? And someone at that kind of experience to be promoting that diversity working together that that gift of administration um you know thank you terry for for taking the time to do that because i think there are lots of church administrators going yay this is great and and i want to hear it and and pastors i think who come back to me you know through listening to the podcast going i think i need to be different i need to consider how i can draw people in and jonathan thomas shared a little bit about that on the podcast and um yeah and i hopefully that that does challenge some thinking out there well, yeah, when it works well, it can be really, really powerful, can't it? Yeah, I love it. Penny, thanks for taking the time to chat to us. We love having you on the podcast. Beaming and smile, full of life and passion. And uh, yeah, we love having you. So uh, we'll see you again soon. Bob, until next time. Take care. Bye. Well, that ends our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for my five guests for their reflections on the Terry Virgo interview. Uh, It's been a joy to hear just how that has landed, how that has made an impact uh, from both administrators, from both pastors, from people who are carrying big responsibility in management and those who are working part-time in their churches. There's just a whole range of people on today. So big thank you to my guests. And please check out our website, check out our documents, check out our previous podcasts. If there's anything that we can do as a church office to serve you and encourage you in your role, then we'd love to hear from you. Uh, If this podcast has made a difference, then we'd love you to complete a short review. And uh, yeah, email in to tell us uh, the differences to make. We'd love to hear from you. All right, until next time, goodbye.